everybody. Welcome to The Remedy. Hi, I'm your host, Tony Pantelresco, and you're listening to us live on the MicroEffect Broadcasting Network. We can access the show by typing in www.themicroeffect.com. Then click on the appropriate links, the chat room links. Come on in, make friends, get acquainted, solve some issues, save the planet, brainstorm, cooperate. I'm also published at several different locations throughout the internet, bye-bye-bluesky.com. Uh, Brian396.com, GadCan.com, and throughout the internet you'll find me somewhere, someplace, somewhere. <laughs> I'm also a podcast at Podbean, and depends on Podbean.com. So feel free to access me in any way, shape, or form to get whatever information you need to help you get through the day. Um, I got a variety of different things I want to talk about today. Um, it's um, it's one of those you know when you get a weekend and you get kind of um, collect a lot of data and have a chance to go through it and you see a lot of things are happening it's like oh where do you begin (laughs) what do you want to talk about today you know and um, I figured I'd start on the terahertz because everybody is concerned about 5G I get a lot of emails about 5G and I try to tell everybody it's not the 5G you got to worry about it's the terahertz frequencies that are pumping out there. 5G is the acronym that they got you distracted with, but nobody's actually investigating the actual frequency that's coming from that. Terahertz frequencies are they range between the microwave and the higher, um, the lower EMF and the higher microwave ranges, and they have uh, sorry, not the microwave, infrared ranges. And so when you're talking infrared and microwave it will have an effect and impact on both ranges and when we when you look at the study on it and you see the amount of damage it causes the interesting thing about it is it doesn't <clears throat> it doesn't leave a mark it uh, you can be a, a hit with it in what they call a femtosecond a femtosecond is one quadrillionth of a second it's like hardly any exposure but the intensity of the frequency is so strong that even at that rate of speed of exposure it causes a tremendous amount of internal damage on the DNA and the genetic code and it has a limitation just like the five, they tell you about 5G has a limitation it's a straight line blah 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 this is basically an assault weapon going to be put on everybody's neighborhood and this is not going to help any, in any way, shape, or form your transmissions in regarding your cell phone usage or your computer, your Wi-Fi's, anything that you've got going on right now. This is specifically designed to cause a great deal of damage to your genetic code and your DNA. Um, and when you actually look at this and you see this actual studies that they did with rats and they would shave an area of, of the rat and just hit it with a exposure and they kept hitting it like in a 30 hour time frame which I'm not sure what that would transfer to in, in, in months, days or weeks or, or hours in regarding to you know exposure to mankind. When we're dealing with the exposure levels on this stuff it, it becomes the cumulative exposure now we've got those sun heaters up in space that they tell us there's over 230 of them up there floating around causing our weather to be modified causing all kinds of anomalous things to happen and even to create a illusion of sunshine 
the frequencies that come from that are on the terahertz ranges and you can tell the difference between the sunshine and the sun the heat of the sun on your skin and a terahertz radiation uh, being hit with you on the skin you literally feel like the inside of the skin is irritated and it feels like it's itchy it feels like it's just not um, not relaxed at all it's being agitated whereas when you get hit with the sun the sun radiation on the skin is like a calm like a smooth blanket that covers the skin doesn't cause really any internal uh, irritation it's just basically what it does it coats us with a specific spectrum of light that our systems can utilize and use um, and I want to get into that a little bit just so that we can um, understand how this works and what's going to be required to again remove the excess damage that this does on the inside there's, a, there's going to be certain supplements you're going to definitely need to be taking at a higher level like your vitamin A, retinal palmitate, uh, your gelatin, your copper, your manganese, your um, ascorbic acid this is just to mitigate the damage and to help repair and restore what you're being exposed to you may need to um, create a covering of some kind to shield yourself or some kind of dispersant uh, that you can wear on yourself and it's got to be big enough to cover your system not just a little tiny pendulum or a ring or some kind of magic stone that you're going to have that's all a lot of horse hockey you're going to need something adequately to adequately uh, big enough and wide enough to cover any of the exposed skin because you got to remember the frequency ranges are between microwave and infrared and they the terahertz has the impact of both not one or the other but both and it has the same damaging effects of both so you have to recognize that your clothing may not be enough to shield you you may need to wear shielding garments made out of silver or nickel or made out of copper you may need to create a grounding strap a portable grounding strap you may need to create a or some means of of uh, releasing the the uh, flow so that your body doesn't contain it like a capacitor you may need to discharge yourself more you may need to detox yourself more with baths or with some kind of um, pulsing array that can help remove the particulates inside the body out you have to understand if you take a piece of aluminum foil and put that in a microwave what happens when you turn the microwave on you have high levels of sparking high levels of damage high levels of uh, issues going on uh, in regarding to the system so you have to recognize that these nanoparticles inside the bodies uh, can cause an overload of damage when they're being exposed to these levels of frequencies this is something we have to think in these terms today when um, when we're looking at health today it's not just a simple thing of taking a vitamin anymore taking a herb or eating the right type of foods because majority of the time the stuff that we're consuming in any way shape or form has been compromised organics don't exist organics have a high level of smart dust smart uh, sensors nano silver silica dioxide silica nano silica spray being sprayed on these plants which permeate into the into the very core of the dna and you consume it now you have a silicon-like material in the body 
which can now act as a transfer, uh, integrate in, an integral means of transferring those frequencies throughout the system. You're now using getting high levels of carbon uh, in the system, uh, nano, uh, carbon multi-walled um, nanoparticles, um, or single-walled uh, carbon nanotubes. You know, these things are being put into the system as well. And these people that are talking about how they're using uh, carbon C60, there is no place anywhere that you're going to find other than uh, in their world of unreality that carbon C60 has any benefit. Uh, there was a, I, we did a talk last week about the guy who did a song about NASA, you know, the, uh, the I forget what he was called. But he basically created the whole expose about NASA and how they have been completely, you know, uh, un, untrue, you know, deceptive, creating a detour in reality. And basically it was done really well. Um, the, um, oh great. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Somebody sent that to me. I, I have been in contact with, uh, uh, well, I'm not sure she calls herself Sister Carrie Burner anymore. I think her name, you know, she calls herself something, Carrie Cassie, or no, Carrie, Carrie Burner, whatever. Um, yeah, we talked, and um, we're on this pretty well on the same page about the whole nano. She's pretty well up on what's going on. She knows pretty pretty good on what we're dealing with here, and the, and the extent and the um, intensity of nano poisoning uh, you you know we have to look at this a little bit more in how it's operating someone sent me an article about light and how light could possibly be a means of destroying the nano nano feeds on light sound all kinds of energy patterns and as I, we stated before, Brian 396 and I have stated before that you cannot create a direct assault on any form of nanotechnology because after, about, after the third assault, it will morph, it will change, it will shift, it will become completely different. It won't even resonate at the frequency it initially resonated at. It becomes a completely different animal. So I explained her that laser can crack carbon nanotubes, can crack it. Doesn't mean it shatters it, it can crack it, and some parts may come undone. But the thing about carbon nanotubes and a lot of nanotechnology, it can have a self-repairing, self-assembling, and self-replicating technology. So even if they do get damaged, they're by design uh, ready to replicate, repair, and continue to follow their paradigm. So you have to turn off the program. And that's what we've tried to show with some of the technologies that we've shared with everybody, that you've got to turn off the program and then you have to detox the stuff out of the system. That's about the only way that I see it coming, uh, going on at the time. It seems like no matter what I read in regard to nano, nano poisoning, nanobiology, nanobiotech, doesn't matter what you read on it, it all works out the same way. You first have to disengage it from its assembling program. Uh, um, I was reading something on sound, how they're using sonification to, um, create a dispersion of nanoparticle carbon nano uh, in certain technologies today or in certain uh, manufacturing practices today. But they have to use a form of sonification to create a concentration uh, in their assembly because it's not a very good water-soluble mixture. It doesn't work well in solvents either. 
in fats it barely works but it has to have the sound in order to create the molecular uh, into integration in other, they're, cre they're creating a liposome is what they're creating or hydrogel so in order for it to be able to embed and to be able to uh, form some kind of substance and that's herein lies the problem when that happens and it causes that kind of concentration and it gets into the body it the body doesn't recognize it it goes into the cells goes into the tissues goes it goes directly to your uh, genetic code it embeds itself in the spine in the brain and then you have problems I would probably attest that probably 99% of the health issues that we're suffering from today stem way back from 1960 when they started initiating the nano, nano uh, into the food supply way back then. And the further back you go in researching some of the stuff, uh, the more you begin to realize they already had a lot of technology even as far as 100 years ago. They started experimenting and initiating a lot of this stuff even way back then. So, this is why I say anybody born in the 50s, you have about 55 to 60 years of accumulation in your body. Anybody born after 1986 basically has no food supply safety whatsoever and has had this in the, tech, in this food supply at, at that point over uh, 25 years. So it's going to be very difficult for you, anybody to get you, give you a proper diagnostic in regard to your health. They can tell you you've got a violation going on, or you got yeast infection, autoimmune disorders, digestive disorders, skin disorders, cancers, autoimmune breakdown, you know, respiratory breakdown, uh, uh, skeletal issues, you know, whatever. You know, they can tell you that you got these things. But they can't tell you where you got them from. How did this happen? How did this, how did this initiate? What caused this to happen? See, it's, very, it's a vagary to say that pollution caused the problem. Okay, pollution does cause the problem. But what pollutants are causing the problem? And how are they causing the problem? See, this is something they don't tell you. This is something that's all that's left out of the equation. This is something that, you know, is like... Well, you're taking for granted, okay, we got a smokestack out there pumping out whatever. We don't know. Cars are driving, emitting all kinds of emissions. They're also on the nanoscale. Trucks as, as well. Uh, planes, helicopters, motorcycles. We're exposed to a lot of nanoparticles we're not even consciously aware of. And then when you start going into the food stores and the grocery stores, which are now also spraying nano in the harvesting of the crop, glyphosates in the harvesting of the crop, whether they're irrespective of genetics or uh, non-genetics or GMO, non-GMO. And this all has an accumulative effect because you don't get rid of these materials until you actually extract them out. Until you start detoxifying on a regular basis. Um... When we're looking at, um, when we're looking at the whole paradigm here, frequency activation, nano-saturation, uh, genetic, um, uh, what do you call that, um, taking away your defenses, you know, disarming, genetic disarming. Uh, you know, immune, immune suppressing technologies that allow all these things, when you do all these things, allows all this to come about and take place. 
you are in a you are in the crosshairs here and there is no exception everybody has some some form of this it's just a matter of when uh, you get activated and the level of saturation before it happens it's uh, it's it's going to be inevitable and the younger you are the, the higher the probability that you've already started showing signs uh, somebody contacted me a little while ago and he said they had a child a baby not even a, a year old was already showing signs of gene of um, geometrical pattern patterns forming on the stomach not even a year old okay so we're talking now basically a hyper hyper shortened lifespan is what we're talking if the nano is that saturated already in the digestive system and already in the intestinal tract, this is going to further cause major dilemmas and problems for the children in that realm and that in, who are showing those signs. And again, the detoxification is going to be a difficult one to do for a child that's one years old because children need to take in nutrients so, so that their DNA can grow and their genetic code can again mature. Uh, so taking things out of a child, you have to make sure if you do any form of light detoxification, you're going to use like things like pectin, you're going to use things like uh, maybe charcoal, you're going to maybe use things like um, mild or diluted forms of EDTA, uh, nothing really harsh. Uh, and then you're also going to start looking at putting back into the child the things that may not be there, minerals, bacteria, culture, you know, and so on. Um, this is really an alarming thing and you're going to see more and more children showing signs. My emails grow daily with people contacting me all over the planet and now it's telling me that after years and years and years and years of going to medical people, getting all these drugs, medications, vaccines, shots, uh, salves, whatever, creams, lotions that the medical field has given, uh, in general, nothing's working and so when they start hearing that maybe a frequency could be activating some of this they see this when they see that the um, the uh, impact of what's going on in their DNA and nothing is fixing it they're beginning to get they're getting it they're beginning to see it they're seeing the patterns now they're building their buckets now they're building their triangles now they're looking for any other information they can get um, I don't know if they're going to be robot babies or not starfire i really don't know i don't know what they're going to be i mean i don't even know if they're going to live long enough to be anything other than raw D, uh, raw dna material for artificial intelligence i really don't know i mean we've never it's this has happened before i am sure but i don't know i don't have enough i haven't found any information yet haven't delved that far into it i've been sort of um Diverted on so many different levels, and, and, and my education is constantly expanding. And um, I don't know what we're going to produce here. I have no idea. Uh, you know, when the children, when you know, when when the seed and the egg are are um, combining, and the seed is loaded with the nano and whatever nano programming is there, the egg is also loaded with nano and whatever nano programming there is there. It's attaching itself to the uterus or uterine lining, and again, uterus is also loaded with nano. The blood has it in it. The food that the mother is going to eat has it in it. So as the cells split, so does the nano. So I have no idea what we're going to be seeing in the future. Um, 
How about nursing the baby if mom eats and detoxifies light? It, that may help. And again, the mom is going to definitely have to be very careful what she consumes. If she's reckless and starts eating the breads, the pastas, the cereals, the rice, the corn, the soy, um, start using omega-3 fats thinking that the child is going to get the DHA from that perspective, uh, the it's just going to keep on transferring over to the child. Um, if moms are going to be breastfeeding, they should be using things like full-fat yogurt, full-fat kefir, uh, full-fat ricotta, full-fat cottage cheese. They might definitely need to be taking more iodine. They definitely need to be taking more copper, more zinc, more manganese, more selenium. They need to sustain the fortification of these minerals into the child so that the child's immune system has a chance of fighting off whatever uh, may assault its DNA. Selenium protects the DNA, so does iodine, so does zinc in small amounts. So if the mom is getting that, that too will transfer over to the child. Any protein uh, that she consumes, she wants to keep it as clean as possible, things like gelatin, a good clean whey that doesn't have any excipients in it. Uh, we found one here in Canada called Lean Fit. You can't, it's not sold in the United States. It actually might not be sold anymore in Costco either because I think everybody bought it and, and they sold out. Uh, but anything like that you might want to utilize. Um, collagen proteins are good as well. Again, they will be cleaner and refined. Um, eggs, egg-based proteins. Now, always remember the food supply will have been compromised. So whatever the mom eats, she's going to have to take the same neutralizing components that anybody else would eat so that it can bind with whatever is going inside the digestive system so that it can pass through the mom so that the child will, get minim will have minimal transference as much as possible. I would even give the mom colostrum. You know, get some colostrum going into the system. Get some uh, even transfer factors if you can afford it. If you can find a company that is non-MLM. You know, that's the problem with some of these products. They've got good products, but they're a multi-level marketing, and they cause a lot of problems. They're, they're, just a, they're just crappy companies to deal with, and I don't even like them. Um, so, again, you know, anything the mom can do to continue sustaining and supporting the digestive system of the child that's where the dna is going to be at its weakest that's where everything in the child's brain or mind develops is down in the gut that's where everything is being processed to be converted so that the body can utilize it utilize this so these are things you want the mom to have you know butter for sure, ghee for sure, MCT oil, coconut oil. And that's another thing a lot of you have been sending me now that the, the media now is saying to you, some doctors have come out saying that coconut oil is poison. So I've been getting emails, Tony, have you read this? And then I tell people all the time, why would you believe these people? You know, back in the 50s, they said the same thing. And then about 1970, 1980, they said, no, coconut oil is actually good for you. And that we needed to saturate fat and blah, blah, blah. Now it's no longer any good. Again, why would you listen to these people? When you see the cartoon reality that NASA puts out there, the cartoon reality that YouTube propagates with some of these doctors and these doctor gurus who don't know nothing, you know, as far as what really is being healthy. Um, you should be basically turning it off or moving on. 
By now, after hearing me talk, you should be saying, you know what? I really this is this is bunk. You know, you should have had you should have done enough investigation on this stuff to be able to see through the fact that they this is for the people who are illiterate, stupid, uninformed, un, uh, uneducated, and refuse to do anything but follow the, the Walt Disney Channel. If all they're doing is a simple Google research, and this is what turns up at the top of the research page saying, oh, coconut oil is bad for you, blah, blah, blah. And if that's all they're reading, then you know what? That They will be the ones to suffer because you need to saturate fat for so many different things. Um, and you have to be aware of that, you know. You don't need to be writing me an email saying, oh, did you see this? You know, I usually don't even pay attention to these people. When I know, when I hear somebody say stuff, that I know is not even true. I don't even bother going to the channel to support them. I don't need to be sensationalized. You know, I don't need to see somebody, you know, handing me a line of bunk and baloney. I get enough of that all throughout my day and throughout, you know, throughout my life. So I don't need to go add more to it. I don't need that entertainment factor, you know what I mean? And you shouldn't either. It's a waste of time uh, to give the, this, this type of commercialism any of your time at all, you know, um, so basically, you know, um, in regard to what, what do you mean? What do you mean by what T, Starfire? What are you referring to? Uh, let me know, unless you're talking to, uh, Sheila. Um, anything that a mom can do to fortify not only her system, but the child she's carrying or the child afterwards through breastfeeding, I definitely would encourage, you know, uh, I would probably tell the moms to drink a little, uh, either either sarsaparilla, olive leaf, or, y or yucca. This has a saponin-like material, so as, you're, as she consumes this, this will help wipe her cells clean, and at the same time help with the child as it transfers over into the milk. Um, we're living in another world today. The, the one we we're in is no longer around. We are in a completely different realm. Um, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it, Starfire. One day, coffee is good for you. Next day, it's bad. Um, I'm going to read something to you, too. Let's see where we're at. Okay, after the break, when we get to the break, I'm going to show you guys how they basically bang you around all over the place with nonsense and stupidity. And I'm going to show you how, when you do a proper investigation, you can then discern whether or not, you know, what is being perpetrated has any accuracy. Because when you're looking at, okay, everyone's still talking about eating grains and this macrobiotic crap. Well, the guy that invented the macrobiotic diet died from it. You know, it was his diet, you know. Um, just like Michael J. Fox, he kept drinking all that Pepsi, and now he's got Parkinson's from all the, uh, the uh, aspartame and, uh, and the aluminum that was coming from the can. You know, they don't recognize this. They just think that, oh, they made their money and they, they're getting their royalty from Pepsi, so they can't really come out and say anything bad about Pepsi or they're making their royalties or whatever. They can't really say anything bad about other things. And as a result, <laughs> the lie keeps getting perpetrated. I made my millions. <laughs> and now the money's flowing in. Um, um, the, uh, but like I said, I will get into that because I, there's a couple things I'm going to give you uh, uh, when we get to, during after the break. During the break, I'll probably put some stuff in the chat room so that you guys can uh, see. Well, I'll put this in there right now. You can see how networked 
the planet is with this link. This link is going to blow you away. Uh, oh, I hear, I hear the music. So come on back. There's one link started, and we'll see you in a bit. Hey, we are back on on time, on schedule, on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Yeah, and I'm your host, Tony Pantelrisco, and you're listening to The Remedy. Uh, I put a bunch of links in the chat room, so if you're in the chat room, you get the benefit of the links that are going on. Uh, you can see how they have networked the planet with these cables. But did you notice in the, in the networking of the cables that Russia doesn't have the network? You notice that? You see that? Did you see any kind of connections coming in through from Russia from across the Atlantic or Pacific? You know, or from the Arctic rather to the in the Pacific? No, it was nothing there. China was loaded, all of Asia was loaded, everything else was loaded, but Russia wasn't connected. Find out a lot. Uh, did you see in the um, the terahertz? Okay, that one. Um, when it was transferred over into the PDF, some of it got cut off, so I will talk a little bit about that as well um, in regarding to, um, you know, the impact of this. It's, like I said, it's important you understand it doesn't take much today to create any kind of anomaly and then give it some kind of a disease name that has nothing to do with it, just like the more gals was thrown out there as some kind of uh, pathology, and someone sent me a YouTube on this thing too, and I thought, oh, what a load of blowing. You know, uh, there might be some aspect to it, but this is something so, uh, so, so much more advanced than that patent. And anyway, when you're looking at um, some of the things, again, that we're dealing with today, and what the, again, the distractions are going on, when you're looking at the symptomologies that you're all dealing with, and all you're all facing, and everything that you're handling, in regard to the uh, symptoms, you know, and then you read some article that comes along and then they're trying to, you know, correlate that to what you have. That's where you start making the mistakes. That's where you start having problems. That's when you start believing the nonsense. Okay. Carbon nanotube sponges as tunable materials for electromagnetic applications. The microwave conductivity and permittivity of both single walled and multi walled carbon nanotubes. Sponges were measured while compressing the, sa the samples. Compression leads to a huge variation of absorptions, reflectance, and transmittance of the samples. Uh, so again, because we're so loaded with these carbon nanotubes and carbon nanoparticles, and, and depending on how saturated you are, is going to con is going to determine the conductivity and reflectivity and the transmittability of those frequencies. You know, and we've been saying that for a long time. This is basically the evidence in the research validating what we've been saying. Uh, the conductivity of the multi-walled carbon nanotube sponge was measured in the terahertz range. <laughs> terahertz range, okay? So we're talking again, two different frequencies, mi microwave and infrared, okay? Um, so um, it says here, 
generating ultra-short electrical pulses on the chip using metal antennas only a few nanometers in size. Pulses of femtoseconds, one quadrillionth of a second from the pump laser uh, on, on chip electric pulses in the terahertz frequency range. Um, they succeeded for the first time generating ultra-short electric pulses on a chip using metal antennas only a few nanometers in size and running the signals a few millimeters above the surface and reading them in again in a controlled manner. Classical electronics uh, allows frequencies up to around 100 gigahertz. 100 gigahertz. That's 100 billion hertz. Optoelectronics uses the electromagnetic phenomenon starting at 10 terahertz, which is even higher. We're talking trillions of a hertz. Okay. They succeed in generating electrical pulses in a frequency range up to a terahertz using tiny so-called plasmonic antennas and run them over a chip. Uh, let me continue here. Let's try and find something. Uh, the light pulses lasted only a femtosecond, one quadrillionth of a second, because a nano antenna can be integra integrated into terahertz circuits uh, at a mere several millimeters across. Femtosecond laser pulses with a frequency of 200 terahertz, 200 trillion hertz, could generate an ultra-short terahertz signal with a frequency up to 10 terahertz in the circuits on the chip. Again, we're talking about emissions and transmissions on a, on a, a photonic level that will bypass the skin's barrier, go inside the body, and cause major damage. Okay, this is what they're showing. This is what they're expressing. You know, this is how you have to do your investigations. Okay. Somebody sent me this, and I thought this was interesting. So, again, for those of you who are having computers on all the time, you might want to disconnect your mic and your speakers. New type of audio malware transmits through speakers and microphones. A few weeks ago, security researcher Dragos Rue publicly claimed that computers in his lab were being infected by some sort of stealth over-the-air transmission method that relied on ordinary speakers and microphones to transmit the malware payload from system to system. There's proof of at least one key aspect of bad bio's supposed, supposed design isn't science fiction. Researchers have published a paper on how malware can be designed to cross the air gap of transmi transmitting information through speakers and recording it via phone. An air gap is a measure that boosts the security of a system by essentially isolating, isolating it from other less secure networks rather than relying on TCP or IP. The research team used a network stack uh, originally developed for underwater communication, which now they're saying that they can send transmissions from a submarine underwater to an airplane up in the sky, and they can now communicate. We're in a whole different world. whole different world. Um, but if you look it up, you can t type in new type of audio malware transmits through speaker and microphone. Imagine that. Imagine that. You know, uh, your computer now can you ha they can have access to you through uh, your speakers and your and your phone. Um, I'm going to talk about something here. You know how everybody in the health food industry is always talking about grains. How great grains are for you. So we decided to look up something we read. Somebody sent me some information to look at on milk and how milk could cause a certain problem. And I said the only way that could possibly be is if they're feeding the milk 
feeding the cows some kind of high androgenic material that would uh, be uh, higher in the milk supply. Well, then they were talking about different carb carbohydrates like oats and barley and so forth and so on, right? And how they can increase DHT in the male population. But what they don't tell you is that all the properties that could cause a positive male uh, androgen in the body has all been corrupted. Now, let me read this to you. The potential anti-androgenic anti-androgenic effect of agricultural pesticides used in the Western Cape in vitro investigation of mixture, of mixture effects. Again, the plant has the capacity to convert and give something to you that, again, is what you would be looking for. But it doesn't get to you because you are now having problems with the, with the components themselves at, that are being sprayed on the plant. When we talk about nano... We're talking, you know, uh, we're talking penetration. We're talking different um, particles getting into the very core of the DNA. People are always asking how they can wash their vegetables. I said that's impossible today. This stuff has penetrated right into the DNA of the plant. So unless you juice the plant and pull out whatever you're looking for out of that plant and then uh, putting a teaspoon of oil, blending it to separate the, the nano technology from the juice you're going to be getting it in doesn't matter where you go what you do what you eat you're going to be getting it in you know unless you're combining things in your diet to break again cause the system to um uh able it to enable it to neutralize what's going on uh again uh, you're going to get it in it's just the way it goes it's just the way it is you know we don't have any saying it we never did have any say in it and you're not going to have any say in it it's up to you to make the changes it's up to you to either continue to agree and continue using their services or again buck the system uh say no to what they're doing and go at it on your own that's basically where it's all heading that's basically where it's all heading you know um i don't have a, a, any um in any way, shape, or form, do I have any any uh, sympathy with this happening? I think once it starts to really happen and people are more um, set to leave the mainstream shopping, set to leave the mainstream whatever, uh, that's when you're going to probably see these grocery store chains start to drop off like crazy. And uh, with good reason, because nobody will be supporting them. Or there'll be so little still, you know, the diehard range that will be supporting them that um, that's the only reason why they would stay uh, open, okay? Mm. So when we're looking at um, how we have to deal with these things, you have to do it with your eyes open, you know? And again, when they're telling you that the bread is good for you and the grains are good for you, well, they're spraying nano silver, they're spraying nano silica, they're spraying uh, glyphosate's on there, uh, 2,4-D, uh, they're spraying atrazine, they're spraying other estrogenically um, high-end pesticides on the foods and, and properties you're eating. Any hormone balancing effect from the food supply, you know, men eating testosterone, getting it from the plant sources, they're not going to be able to get it from the plant sources because the plant sources are now saturated estrogen uh, binding components that can cause problems. And this is what they're they're doing. So on one hand, you know, when you see a report and you see a study, 
saying how the benefits uh, the benefits of um, uh, a grain then you got to consider that you are not living in 1980 anymore 1970 1960 1950 1940 you're living in 2018 where everything's had a chance to be saturated very highly and very strongly with these components that are now causing the male genitalia the male androgens the male testosterone to become completely compromised you know and you have to understand this uh, uh, that if you're taking something that's going to neutralize something from a plant source that you're consuming, then it isn't going to work unless you extract it, filter it, and then do something with it afterwards to make it more bioavailable. But that's where we're at today, and that's how it is. And this is why I'm showing you this thing, so that when you see the studies, then start looking at, well, you know, well they're talking about this, but we've got, we've got all the spraying going on. And then they're saying it's organic. How could it possibly be organic? How could it possibly be anything be organic today? You know, unless you've got in an isolated barn or, or a greenhouse of some kind or an uh, aquaponic of some kind, you're going to get some kind of pollution from the sky or even from the transference of the pollen from one farm to another. Especially if you're a farmer who's not growing, or not supposed to be growing uh, GMO foods, and you got a farmer beside you who is growing, well, you're pretty well hooped. You're pretty well hooped. And it's important that you understand that you're pretty well hooped. You know, th this, is not, uh, this is not something that they're going to tell you or display to you correctly. You know, you're seeing a green sign on the box saying it's organic and it's been approved by the USDA. So what does that actually mean? It means nothing. It means that the person went and paid the, the fees and the fines required to put up in his, um, his uh, available space the means and ends to grow things and say that they're now organic, you know. And you might get a better, pr better price from overseas because they haven't figured out yet that if you're spraying chemtrails from the sky and you're spraying chemicals on the ground that the food supply you're eating has been violated and contaminated and there's no, uh, there's no real reality here in regarding to getting anything of any value nutritionally wise. Again, it's important that you understand that. It's important that you understand that this is what they're doing. You know, they're, they're, it's a sleight of hand. So again, when you look at the research and you start looking at some of the things that you are, again, buying into, you need to w wake up and recognize that you are here in the year 2014. And the other thing, too, is this. Everything you're eating today, I don't care what it is. I don't care how clean it is. Somebody contacted me on an email, and they've contacted me several times, and it was just about driving me nuts with this. You know, always they're worried about the minutia. Uh, you know, they, they, and I told them, I said, it doesn't matter what you buy, it's going to be contaminated. You have to filter it. Question, why, why, do they, uh, why do they put all that crap in the food? Don't they eat the food too? What makes you, why do you assume they are you? Why are you even the assumption range that these are even people? Why do you assume that? Why are why and why do you care what they eat? 
you are being poisoned. When I hear this kind of question, in my mind, I'm thinking, they've got you distracted with bullshit. What do you care what they eat? Why do you think they're like you? Why are you assuming so much? Why? Obviously, there's an assault on mankind. If there is an assault on mankind, do you think they're going to be eating the same poison you are eating? Do you think they're going to be doing the same things you are doing? <laughs> do you not think they have better access to better options than you do? You know, why are you assuming that any of the political leaders up there right now are the same type of people you are? These people were appointed. They weren't elected. Okay, you pulled the lever and you did your thing by agreeing to this to the um, to the process or the process of what you were of what was going on, but you didn't get no vote. <laughs> you had absolutely no vote. What you had was a was a, a an exercise in pulling a lever. Don't be concerned about them. You're the one being poisoned. You're the one being killed. You're the one being genetically engineered. You're the one being nano-engineered. You're the one having these, this technology, this nanobiology put inside your body, causing you to have a great deal of problems in your health. You're the one having to deal with this. What they do, disregard. Keep aware of what they're doing to make sure they're not coming back to bite you in the backside. But why do you care <laughs> about them? They don't give a rat's backside about you. They could care less. They don't give a rat's, like I said, backside. You know, you better pay attention to you and the people around you. You know, and come up with your own ways to neutralize some of the technology coming down the pipe. Um, don't assume or give don't assume or even show any sign of, you know, concern for these these things. These things, you hear me calling them things, are not people. They're not part of mankind. These are things. Who what planet would assault itself for no reason? You know, think about that. What planet assaults itself for no reason? Makes no sense. All right. Before I go on, I'm always talking about the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Give them your support. Give them what you can. Help them any way you can. Show them that you you, know, you want to keep them going. Yeah, ByeBlueSky.com, Brian396.com, GagCanada.com, AugmentInforce.com. Sites you can go to, sites I would encourage you to go to. So before you send me an email, investigate what you're reading. Investigate this technology. Investigate it correctly. You'll have more than enough information that you can take off the Internet from our sites to be able to um, show people the truth in any way they are formed. You're not going to win everybody over. That's not your job. But to convince them, your job is to tell the truth. So there's four sites where you can get information of, on the truth of the matter that's going on today. Augmentinforce.com, A-U-G-M-E-N-T-I-N-F-O-R-C-E.com, 
again that's uh, uh, that's a site where you can go and check out the catalog link and from the catalog link you can see things that are there that may again help you and assist you with getting through the, another day in paradise so check it out uh, see what's there and if you're interested give me a call I also do consultations uh, independence at yahoo.com send me an email and we'll go from there alrighty um, uh, when we're talking today about oh that David Keith another one David Keith another headache there's an idiot who doesn't know what's up there They're going by a computer model based on the information that they've got which isn't quite isn't enough to determine whether their experiment could cause a problem or not they're now racing to get this experiment off the ground into the air can you figure can you believe this so it almost like it's almost like they are working in overdrive to set up the uh, a web around the planet so you cannot escape you're gonna be in here forever that's the that's their idea that's the concept of their idea so again pay attention pay attention pay attention but pay attention to you mostly if you're suffering and dealing with health issues again look at what you're doing make sure what you're doing is applicable to what you need to do so you can get over whatever always remember fortification the more you're fortified the stronger your immune system is and the more it can handle so if you're fortified with vitamin C, zinc, vitamin A, selenium, uh, manganese, you know, the phosphorus, uh, these are things you want in your diet some way, some form, some fashion. So that when you take these things, they can go into the system and they can help, again, pull out of the system whatever may be there. Again, they have that effect as well. Um, keep in mind, keep in mind, you know what's going on today they do not care about you they don't care they don't care they don't care so don't worry about what they're eating don't worry about what they're wearing don't worry about what they're saying in fact you may want to even disregard half the things that you do hear on the television from these political um, pundits mm. and you might want to look at how the best way to clean the country from all these influences that cause the problems that we have today we're looking today at some of the more government interaction with corporations creating a uh, corporocracy. They're dictating new policies, new principles, and further taking away your rights, even in choices on vitamins, even your choices on foods. Um, homeopathy now is under attack for whatever reason. Uh, again, I guess it's just turned to be attacked. So again anything that has any benefit for you you may want to start stockpiling today so that you'll have it tomorrow and that you'll be able to do what's required in order to maybe possibly get yourself out of the situation that you're in uh, with whatever debt load you might have or whatever means of survival uh, skills you may you may or may not have as well um, keep in mind we are at war we are at war, you know. When you look at that terahertz documentation, um, we found that the terahertz and bulk heated cells express a similar number of DE degrees, 628 and 556 genes respectively, different, differentially expressed genes. Um, I should just read from my hard copy. Give me a second, I'll find it. Um, um, 
Okay, it says thus, if the radiation causes membrane-specific effects, then such preferential targeting should activate intracellular signaling and repair pathways that are associated with membrane regulation. But that's what's happening. It's not able to do that because the damage is so extent from being targeted with these frequencies that we have a problem. We found that the terahertz and bulk heated cells express a similar number of degrees, 628 and 556, Genes respectively different, differentially expressed genes. That's what they call GEG. You can look them up. Uh, I'm just reading the comments here. Uh, the exposure group, uh, uh, then for the bulk heated group, 75% versus 55%. Interesting, many of the identified genes encoded for proteins involved in plasma membrane function, including ion channels, transmembrane, transporters, and G protein receptors. Uh, membrane of virtually every mammalian cell, ion channels open and close, uh, response to subtle changes, transmembrane voltage, and as a result, the control of a wide variety of cultural cellular functions such as fa facilitating the maintenance of the mem membrane potential. Like I said, it's, it's basically a breakdown, major breakdown, you know. So when you read that article, it's going to give you an idea of what's going on, why you're feeling sometimes the way you're feeling. And how some of the sound that you're listening to is designed again to again affect your uh, weather, to affect your overcast, uh, to affect the frequencies of the brain, to, to screw that up, or to affect uh, again if you believe in this um, principle of the zodiac, it'll affect your sign from that perspective. Again, I'm not one of those that believes in zodiac stuff, but I do see a, a direct correlation between what they're saying in regarding to the number and the potential of the frequencies that we're being hit with um, this is the biggest biggest issue going in regard to anything to do with electronics the how they are manipulating these frequencies to cause the problems they're causing how their uh, amplitude and the modulation of these frequencies are causing such internal damage to the system and some of the effects of that damage could be anything from autoimmune disorders, cancers, uh, digestive disorders, skeletal damage, st uh, skeletal stress, uh, high levels of cortisol, uh, uh, brain malfunctionality, you, know, you can't remember anything. And then when you get the cell phone beaming you as well, it causes further exasperation of the uh, system. So keep in mind that you are constantly being monitored for an assault. You know, the technology is there, it's completely there, so you might, don't be surprised that you'll come across the same research. And when you look at this research on the terahertz and activates f filamentation of actin, how it damages your system by, again, going in and literally cooking it from the inside out, and then the exposure from the chemtrails uh, in regard to things coming from um, uh, grocery store. Uh, all right. Uh, I think we're done. Anyway, uh, we'll see you Thursday. Till then, read the stuff, get caught up, and we'll take care of you. All right, take care.